Three, <laughs> two, one. Blast off. Blast off? Oh, there's my dog. Welcome to the podcast where a guy that watches movies discusses movies with a guy that doesn't even watch any movies. Is that still my title at this point? How many movies have we watched? I don't know. I lost count. <laughs> I actually lost count. I but, gotta add like the uh, the suffix at, unless it's for a podcast with a guy that doesn't even watch movies unless he's reviewing them. <laughs> yeah. But we watched a movie tonight. The new Candyman. Candyman. That's two. <laughs> we, we, gotta, we gotta keep a count. That's two right there. We're in the middle we of the three woods more for the rest of the cast. What uh, fuck? <laughs> he speaking shall not fuck. be named. Oh, uh, speaking of fuck. Do you have a timer? Are you going to tend to this too? Okay. Hell That's yeah. two Thank yeses. You, Jamie. I like that. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> so is the is is the third question I ask automatically a yes no matter what? Tic-tac-toe three in a Can row. Can I have a hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where were we? Uh, <laughs> we saw a movie, what, two hours ago? Yes, yeah. We left probably an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Together this time. Cause we saw it. This was a, one of the first times in a while, actually. We haven't in a while. We haven't been watching them in a while together, which is sad. It also works a little so bit. So sad. It's, it's like a you have to set like five to six hours aside to watch a film together and then talk about Sometimes it. Sometimes we need like a day where, yeah. where we don't have much planned in the day, so it can't be Thursdays. I mean, yeah. Fridays aren't bad. They're I don't not think terrible. they're bad. For they're me not either. terrible. And like Sundays, I like Sundays. Although now, is there a certain day that movies release, like in theaters? Thursdays. Like, it's Thursdays. So fr- fr- Friday's the main day, but they do a couple sneak peek. So Friday ones. might actually so be Friday. the most optimal so that we can yeah, get new so we ones can see day What of. are we going to see next? Malignant. Yeah, Malignant comes out in four it's, days. Uh, you don't know anything about the director. This guy is like the horror man. Who is he? His name's James Wan. What else has he done? The Conjuring. The Conjuring? I've heard the name. Do we Insidious. watch it? Insidious. No, we haven't. I think my mom too. watched both Insidious. of those. Insidious. Uh, Saw. He did I've the first Saw. One. He did the first Saw. Uh, he has. I think he has some others, but I can't. Uh, Dead Silence is another one. It's about dummies. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So this guy is well renowned. But he he does other stuff other than horror. He directed the fucking Aquaman movie. I didn't see that. Was that newer? That I didn't feels watch it newer. It, it's kind. It's not like I feel old. Like, did it exist within the time that I've had uh, Regal Unlimited? It existed, but it didn't come out at that time. Ah, uh, came out like a year before. Ah, uh, year before COVID. It's uh, you're a COVID regal guy. Yeah, I'm which a- is fine because most people left the theater during COVID. You went in. <laughs> <laughs> but getting sidetracked, we watched what we can't I say. Can't it. say <laughs> it. We can't you say it. Rewind if you missed it. Right, <laughs> Candyman. Up. Oh. Two more. What do you say? Shh. Don't say that. Yeah. Said. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Oh man, this movie. Where do we begin with it? Oh man, I'm going to start off with saying I love the original one, and but I it's not a five out of five. I, I said it was. We did this before. We did this podcast before. I just didn't like it, but I said it was my top five. I don't know if that's still true. That's one cool I was thing thinking about, about the about fact it. we had a little test run is that you get to think about the things you the said things you and said see if they hold remake. true. Yeah. <laughs> this is the revised edition. Candyman podcast. Too. Oh, we have one more time uh, and we One die. more time, we're fucked. Y- y'all go watch us get murdered on campfire. Speaking <laughs> of campfire, there's a little fire right there. This is just a little one. Ooh, she got heart shirt on right now. She got Freddy on. You got to see Freddy, man. Uh, you got to see Freddy, Isn't baby. there a new one coming out? 
No. There's a new Halloween. Halloween. Out. Yeah. What, that's Jason, right? That's, that's Michael, dog. <laughs> that, He's like, no, that's Jason. Why do they all have basic white names? Because <laughs> they're all basic and white. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one has, like, any cool, unique name. Oh, uh, Chucky. Them. I guess kind of. basic, though. It's Charles. <laughs> Charles Lee Ray. Charles Spitzer. They, they named uh, <laughs> Chucky after... Uh, Three different serial killers. I forget who Charles is, but Ray. I don't remember them. I don't remember like them. real life ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of creative, yeah, actually. Th- I'll give them that one. Yeah. But anyway, let's get back to the reason why. Candyman. I said it the fifth. We're done. I will start. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will start off saying that this movie was beautifully shot. There were a lot of cool uh, things when we rewatched the movie. That just that uh, phrase made me think of something I noticed. The first time I was wondering why towards the beginning when the movie's opening up, right. why they shoot it from like kind of like a ground's eye view going That is kind of weird that they did that. I know why they did the credits reverse because you're looking into a mirror so everything's reversed. I thought the reasoning or my assumption on the reasoning for why they opened the movie that way was to like highlight what that area has become. Like, oh, yeah, see, the high rise. Yeah, how tall luxury, the buildings are. Condos. Yeah, and that could have been it. They eventually went in to break down that the area used to not be that way. And yeah, so, in the first one, you really see what the area was. You see at least some of it. Because uh, in the first one, Helen lives in one of the ones they turned into a luxury apartment, mm-hmm. but there's still parts of something green, right? Uh, yeah, I forget its Carita, name, but it's green something. Cabrina Cabrina huh? Green? Cabrini Green. Green. Uh, where it is now gone. All that's gone now. Mm-hmm. So I like, it's like a real place. So it's like kind of like, that's kind of like cool. That they kind of like took something that's actually going on and then built from it. Like built a film around yeah, it. Yeah, because they, they changed it over time. Because in 92. It looked worse. It wasn't as many luxury condos, but there was still it was still ha- it was happening at that the time. That is kind of really neat. It is cool. They didn't even have to upgrade their set. No, it I mean I mean they them. had to get another art museum. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they uh no uh, Chicago looks good in the movie, man. It looks fucking good. Being a photographer, I really admire the cinematography here, where she frames Nia DaCosta, the director. She frames every shot almost perfectly. Like it's a real beautifully shot movie. And I really like loved that, and, it, it's and cool that's that why it's Marvel like, just hired her to be a director in their next movie. It's a beautiful movie, and it's like a movie based around art. Also. Yeah, so it's so like it kinda it's like kind of fits. a pun, not really a pun. It's just an artisty, artiste movie. <laughs> it it would have sucked if it was not very artistic yeah. yet framed around art. It, how are you creating something that you barely understand? But they showed an understanding of art itself. Yeah. Ye- you know, I wasn't going to talk. I didn't talk about this the first time because I didn't really take notes. And it was a while. Like, I like watching it and then reviewing it right after I watch it. But, mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't do that. I just know it because I've seen it so many times. So I just talk about it. This time we watched it and then came here and did it. What quote I really like that her brother, her brother's what? What's his name? I forget his Started name. Started with a T. Tony? Troy. Troy, 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 Troy. Love Troy. But I just He's a really well done <laughs> character. His boyfriend kind of looks like Lil Dicky. He does a little bit. He looks like a betterly groomed Lil Dicky. Like a shorter, <laughs> betterly groomed. Like he doesn't look homeless. Sorry, Lil Dicky. I love you. He's a good artist. I like Lil I like Dickie. him too. He should have been that person though in that role. If I made this movie, I'd give the role. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. 
Uh, but uh, the quote, that, a lot of quotes by uh, Troy that I'd liked. He said, "It's not the only. It's not only the inside that counts." Yeah. Do you know why I think he said why I like that so much and why I think he said it? Hmm. Because the whole "it's not just the outside that counts" is so cliche now that people actually like think, "Hey, it's not just your looks." To the point where we forgot about that, that it that is a little bit. Looks it is exist. a little bit looks where people. So he said, "It's not just the inside that counts." I really like that. When I saw that, I was like, "Ha, that's kind of funny." A neat play on words. It, well, it was kind of like a play on like the whole thing, play on cliche and and words at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he was sticking his ass out for his boyfriend. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have an ass on camera. Uh, and the, also a funny part. So the first scene, I wanted to do it the way we usually do podcasts because. With Fear Street, and then we did Candyman right after it, our first take of Candyman. We just kind of just started talking about yeah. the movies. Dude, I, I like how sometimes, we take most a of the times, approach. we basically sum up the movie scene by scene by scene, talk about what we like, and then wrap it up. But the first scene, one of the first scenes where Troy starts going, y'all want to hear a scary, scary, mo- a scary story? I like that Brianna's the only smart one in the group that says, hell no. She's like, nah, I'm good. And then and, when, it, when he starts going, she's like, I, I voted no. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I said no, remember? And then when he's in the crib afterwards, he tells her to say it. And then he says it four times. She said, you say that first one, I'm going to fuck you up. She's the only smart one that's telling everyone not to say this shit in the mirror. I feel like she's the only person that's the Until only person in this on. movie that's seen a horror movie before. Yeah. She knows, like, you shouldn't tell a scary story. One. Two, you probably shouldn't say Candyman a fifth time. I don't know what the hell my dog's doing right now. Look at it. There's... All right. But I just thought that was funny that Brianna, well, that's her, char- that's her character's name. I like that she, uh, she was. Glad you know that. She was like meta. Names. Well, I didn't. It took me this time. Like, I yeah. wrote it down. But, uh, yeah, she, uh. This was the only one that seemed sensical, which is weird. Yeah, 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 it's like yeah. almost not actually sense. Like being afraid to say it if it doesn't exist, if it's real life, it's kind of dumb to be afraid to say Candyman five times. But in the context of a film, when you're in a film, it's like pretty stupid to do things that could lead to horror, horrific events like unfolding. You know? Oh yeah, totally. So she's like smart, but in a stupid way. Where if kind that of. was real life, you'd be like, dude, come on. It's You're a- dumb. But yeah, like, like- <laughs> for some reason, she knows she's in a horror movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, how do you feel about the story he told? Like the first story of Helen. Um, at first, because it- that's the first movie. That's that's he's literally trying. He's telling a version of the first movie. Dude, that stick is giving me anxiety. I'm pushing well- it in real quick. Pushing in, baby. Oh, yeah. That but, uh, was sexy. I felt like she... What's it called? Or the story was and like... The audio version of this is going to be weird. They're going to be like, what the fuck are they missing? Oh, yeah. We're at a fire, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't noticed. Watching. Well, you, they definitely still haven't noticed. They don't see shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the audio heads. I felt like the story... The first time I watched it, I just took that as the truth. Like, it seemed like that's just how it happened. But as we watched it further, I like questioned the authenticity of the story. Good. Like, that could have just been... It was like a, what it was perceived as. But if you watch the first movie, that's not how it went down, bro. Yeah, it's like the, uh, there's a quote that I remember from, a, I think it was like when I was in school I heard this, where it's like, history is just his story. It's just it's the a story version of, told by yeah, the winner. Yeah. Uh, that's a Napoleon. Really? Yeah, that's a Napoleon quote. History, it's actually, what it is, is history is written by the victors. Something or like something that, Something like yeah. that. Something like that. <laughs> 
But so you you at first when you first saw it, you thought they were just telling a story. But now that you watch it a second time, you can see where it was. Yeah, after hearing, story. um, as they're seeing the, I don't fir- know if I'm movie. supposed to spoil it as we go on or not. But there's a part in the movie that indicates the story went otherwise from a source that, based on the story's context, New seems time, reputable. New, New York Times. That's the source. No, his mama. <laughs> his mama. His mama got his mama got more info on urban legends than the fucking media does. She's part of an urban legend. She's part of it. So who else is part of it? William Burke. Yeah. Or he isn't really a part at at first, you don't think he's a part of it. You just think he was he's been in the he's lived in the neighborhood so long. That he owned the laundry mat. Yeah. He's one of those characters that's like well, you get shown like a wise motherfucker to, that's chilling in the You get shown in the very, very beginning that he's on to something. Because I believe one of the really? first scenes was him as a child seeing not Candyman, well, he but has the old man before he gets with beat Sherman. The fuck up. Yeah. Thurman Sherman. Yeah. The Candyman. Which it's cool that this Candyman, there's actually candy. Because in the first one, we don't really know why he's called Candyman and there's no context at all. But in this one, this, per, this version of Candyman actually has candy. some candy origin to it, which he's not even the first one. He's like 1977 it was the year. Yeah, and the first one was 1890, like 18s, right? Yeah, Tony Todd, so there's baby. there's probably four to five people in between those two. Tony Todd, baby. I, one thing that I kind of wish we had to film and could rewind right now is to count the amount of um, portraits that the protagonist, what was his name? Uh, Anthony. Anthony, the amount of portraits that Anthony drew. He was drawing like headshots of what appeared to be all of all the, the candy, candy men, men of the past. I loved those. I want one. I wish I counted them. I though. want the Tony Todd one, but that one's probably expensive. There's five. Uh, we in the the audience has five. <laughs> no, I said it. <laughs> but she said five. But we're skipping. We're skipping a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was just that was a. I wish I knew exactly how many there but were. But I think the story that he tells originally is the depicted story without Candyman involved. Like they're like a like a nor a sane perspective, without Candyman involved of what went down. Kind of like a police story, basically. Yeah, because Candyman's kind of a supernatural aspect. So if you don't believe it, you're not going to tell it that way. But even then, if you didn't believe Candyman, there are still probably uh, interpretations he- that would be different with where Helen isn't the the perpetrator. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. That that's her, his mom's. Well, his mom said it was Candyman too. Yeah, but like, if, and then she turns into Candyman, which they don't talk about in this one. That a white woman is Candyman at some point. That's like forgotten in this one. I didn't know that she was. She does turn into Candyman in the first She's one. She's not a man, so man's kind of mankind. Yeah, it's kind of like non-binary. But so William Burke, Willie, Boy. we meet him in the for uh one of the the he, first he's scenes just vibing. We meet him. We meet him in the very first scene of the film, I believe, because he's doing the puppets. Oh, yeah. That's like when he's younger. It's like a flashback. Yeah. But we don't know it's him. Yeah. But we, well, get, we, we, we get old William Burke where he's he's like researching. He's doing what Helen was doing, mm-hmm. taking pictures of the area, scoping out. Wait, that was Anthony. I know, but Helen does it in the beginning, too. She does the oh, same thing. Oh, But uh, that's what they tell. They say that in the story. Even William Burke says she was looking for Candyman. I said uh, she found him. I see. I, I like see. his voice. He d- he has a beautiful he voice. He almost has a good uh, as good voice as Tony Todd. I ain't going to say he's Tony Todd level because Tony Todd's the goat. But he could have been a Candyman. Because can you tell at the end where the, like, the deep voice, the deep, like powerful voice in Candyman? They only did that once in this film, which well, pisses me off, but we'll get to that. 
but he does have a great voice and he could have been a candy man i feel like if he, if he he was he's kind of a sloucher though if he if he like stood up straight and was a little bit bigger build i feel like he could be a candy man that kind of reminds me of one thing i noticed as a uh, as anthony was transitioning more towards a candy man like being <laughs> he um became a lot more stiff in his movement you know yeah, that's because it looked like some beehive was taking over his fucking body, man. He that, used to be really that's some body horror, man. That shit looked bad. That shit really looked like, like a fucking rotisserie that, that was just chicken. Just on his arm at first, though, but like it's still like he he didn't like move with like he almost had like a certain like pep to his step. Yeah. Whereas the more he became enthralled he was with like this Candyman story, yeah, he was just stiff and moving like a robot almost. True. Like he was deteriorating. And uh, I feel like that's a Candyman trait. Uh, this is going a little ahead, too. But the scene where he sees himself in the mirror as Candy Boy, he uh, that's what we should have said to avoid saying the name five times. Candy, candy Boy. Boy. But uh, the, the reflection he sees is very stiff while he's still very, like, lucid. And it was just kind of interesting to see him slowly become that, like, in his movements. It, right. You see it down to the bone. Bad to the bone. Man, Candy Boy to the bone. Have you heard that song? Probably. Probably copyrighted. Fucking oh, hell. I'm sorry. Fair you're, use. You're <laughs> just eight cents, you asshole. But um, when we first meet him, he starts telling the story. He's like, "I say she found him," and yeah. tells everything. And he's kind of the main culprit in the urgent uh, urban legend because he actually had firsthand experience with one of the Candymen. Well, which is what is weird about it. Which is weird because they start playing on Candyman in general because when he introduces Sherman as Candyman, he says, who Candyman is to me is Sherman. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they play on how Candyman isn't real at the same time to other people. He's just used as this way of explaining social injustice. And do you think that William Guy... Do you think he did that on purpose to like push um Anthony towards discovering the truth? I don't was know. That, like cuz he we This is a confusing fucking movie. It, the, so I don't really know. The first watch through I thought I got it. The second time I had like 12 more questions minimum exactly. than the first time. But that that's what I began to think is that maybe he was misleading Anthony so that Anthony had to search for more information. Do you think he knew who Anthony was when he first talked to him? Maybe not. I at think over first. time, like, because it seemed like he spoke to Candyman, because like he eventually abducts this motherfucker. You think that he's part of the the hive? I don't know, but not like part of the hive in the sense that he's like a Candyman. He does but say that he is wrapped into the Candyman militia, I guess. So then we find out Anthony is. Uh, we know Anthony is an artist, but we see him at work. And uh, he displays, he starts getting obsessed, and he doesn't know why. He just feels attached. He I feels think he attached to this as. project, and he doesn't know why, which we find out why. But uh, when he displays his Candyman piece, the art critic goes ham on his fucking work. She kind of roasted it, and then... she ro- Kind of. She fucking gave him the fucking... She was like, you should just leave, dude. She went ham yeah. on him. The one part I remember, I, like, I think they intentionally built it to sound like this. It sounded like she was about to be racist as hell. When oh, she, yeah, they meant to do that. Yeah, when she was they like, you're kind. And then he's like, my what? Yeah. He, and he she's was, like, artist. Artist. 
which that I think is a very extremely hot take of hers that I definitely don't agree with. Do you think she did that on purpose? Not so, like the writer in the film, because they obviously did that on purpose. But but the character, the character, do you think the character and then hit him with another? Yeah, possibly, possibly get some like fumes out of him. Yeah, like just like shock him a little bit. Yeah, but I thought it was a really bold claim for those. Of you that it was watch it for some reason. She basically said that artists were the reason why an area would be like ghetto. Disen- I guess disenfranchised. Yeah, that they because they, they want cheap rent so that they don't have to get a real job. Which, like, I first and foremost don't think that art is not a real job. I feel like it's the opposite of the fact. I don't think that a soul-crushing job where you work for someone else yeah. should be the definition of a real job. Yes, let's a, say I, this. I had this discussion today, actually. A, a real job is <laughs> creating. like, Because I am actually technically a artist. I, yeah. I call myself a freelance I, photographer. I would consider, like, anything. Like, creation is yeah, art. Yeah, create it's, content. This is like a weird uh, take on it, but I, I almost think of like religion in the sense a lot of the times where um, like the, like the biblical version of God is a creator, whether like you believe in it or not. And almost every religious um, every religious uh, like document, every version of God is a creator. Right. And so why God isn't someone that works for someone else. So why would it be considered the correct thing for to a majority of people that exist on this planet to work for someone else and to not create like right creating is kind of what i think humans are put on this earth to do like our creation is the first thing that happens we're created and then i feel like we're meant to continue to create and this lady kind of just like bashed that down. entire thing yeah. which she that's her job though to critique yeah, that, that was crazy that's too. weird like her job's not you look at art that someone Without else those created people, you're unemployed yeah you know what i mean and like i would call that an art too like right now what we're doing is an art form it where is. we create art out of our opinions on art it is. We're kind of critiques. We're we're amateur critiques. Yeah, but for imagine now. us being like, "Fuck everyone that's ever made or participated in a movie. You all, what you do is nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that'd be fucked. They work hard. Yeah, we're sitting here doing podcasts, talking about it. Yeah, for that'd hours be every, that'd be like, dumb week. and hypocritical of us. Yeah, that lady was wild. It but was. we could definitely move on to that point. Now that I got my fumes. I like that. I like that little rant. That you lady did there. pissed me off with that one. But I'm reading my notes. Um. I'm just saying, uh, oh, uh, after that, uh, I was so happy when Clyde and his, I don't know, weird fucking girlfriend that tried too hard to be weird, but in reality, she was basic as fuck. I thought she was sexy. That's the word I would use to describe her. Really? She would have got it right before. You're a petite boy, aren't you? Once she started saying candy, I would have been out. And she looked a little seen. I like seen girls. You like seen girls? Yeah. Seen's out, dude. It's coming back, though. I don't think it ever left. Not my heart. You don't think anyway. it, ever, it ever left your heart? Yeah. But um, I was glad when they died. I hated them. They were kind of assholes. They were, they were cringe as fuck. Oh, is she his apprentice, I think it sounded like? Yeah, I guess so. Like a uh, intern, I think the word was so. used I guess so. I didn't really him. think of it. I thought so, they were just fucking. So um, the, um, Anthony, when he left, he had that little one-liner where the guy was like, he, he didn't come up with that on the spot. He rehearsed it. And the one-liner was something about... um. I think it was about like morning after pills for all his in for all of his uh intern. Yeah, something like that. And he's like, "You actually nailed that on the head." Yeah. And then, Why would you admit something like that? You're fucking dumb. And then she said something, something that I think was indicating that she was on a form of birth control, but I don't remember what uh, it was. Afterward, he, she was like, "Don't worry, I'm on it." And he's like, "Ah," and he had his little, his little like meltdown. That, that's his proof that like you're just 
you're only getting interns for sex. Yeah, that seems like that's, an that's uh, art critic thing to do for some reason. I don't know why. Like that's probably just a stereotype or something. But that seems like that's a profession I could see them fucking the interns in most. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but after that, they get brutally, brutally murdered before they fuck. That's how he says it. We can fuck. Yeah, dude. He was very like unsmooth. I feel like I would have went dry. Um. You would have went. Your, your dick would have been soft. If I were her, I would have been like Uh-oh. the opposite of moist. After he just like, I don't think she cared. I, do you think that she's the type of girl that doesn't? Do you care. think she was in it for like more than like sex or relation? Like, do you think that her she being that an she's intern, legitly trying to be an art critic? Yeah, or, yeah, like that she just wanted to be in a higher position of power and was like, yeah, possibly sleep with him to get to it. Yeah, yeah, and won't. Yeah, because she's dead. <laughs> well, yeah, she got her fucking throat slit. Is this real? I wonder if that's his Is this name. real? I was like, yeah, it is. You're next, bro. I was so glad when they died, man. That, I was like, this is the first uh, kill scene, and one thing that I thought was very cool was that you don't see Candyman unless you're looking through a mirror. I that think. is really fucking cool. It made for a lot of really cool shots, too, where yeah, you get dude. to watch like the dude being held up by the hook, but you don't see him yeah. or the hook. You just see, like... His body floating and being like, let the bodies hit the fly. Copyright number two. There goes another eight cents. Fuck it. We got like two, so it's all right. <laughs> Sue us, bitch. We ain't got no money. But um, if you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. <laughs> copyright three. <laughs> Get copyright. I was just really happy. I was songs. cheering in my head when those motherfuckers died. What about you? Did, I, did I was kind of hyped for it. They were assholes. Yeah, they sucked. They were corny too. Their dialogue was corny. All the art people, other than Brianna, were like their dialogue was kind of shit. Do you think that was on purpose or like it might have been? I feel like it might have been. Dialogue. Like they always talked about what they were thinking. Like, the whole time. They talk a little too much. They don't have a filter. I think that was a little bit on purpose, though. But, um... Who was the other critic that kind of shit on him, that shit on Anthony, that started it all? We see him in a later scene, too, so I was wondering his relation. I forget his name. The dude? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he said. Like, the humble dude, he's tall. Yeah, and he was like, he said something about him being glad that the artwork was hidden in, away in storage. Yeah, like who is that guy? Because we see him he, later he, too. I know he worked for them. Like he worked some. He was some kind of art dude. But it's never like deeply dude. explained who he is. No, it wasn't at all. Which was kind of sus. It was sus. Like I, I want to know who he is so that I can. You dislike want his backstory? Him. Yeah. You want all the origin stories? At least a little bit. Like at least give the dude a name. I don't even think he had a name. And then they're an on the news. They're on the news. Name and occupation. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. But they're on the news, and yeah, the deaths are yeah. And but they said his name. Yeah, they. Uh, he got some fucking bad press. Is good press, baby. All publicity is yep. good publicity. He got bad press is good press. Yeah, so Anthony's uh, Happy. artwork He's was... He's smiling, dude. Yeah, He's straight gritted. His artwork was mentioned when they were talking about the kill. Right. Which, which changed the art critic's mind a little bit. She got a little into it after that. Yeah, and then... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to get there next. But then I, you see his girl and... Dude or her brother just staring at him like he's some kind of uh, sociopathic motherfucker. But they did say his name on the news. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, he's bad like, press is it. good press. At first, when he said, 
they said it. I was like maybe thinking said that my name he, like he kind of player they said Candyman. I thought that his uh, he thought that the two said Candyman. That's how they died. But what he was more the after the second time he smiles. He's like they said it. Yep. I I realized that he they was said like my name. They said Anthony on the news, and then they said the name of his artwork. They said my name. It was a kind of a good thing because like the say my name thing was just kind of yeah, it kind was, of a good. It was th- pretty interesting. Pun, punny. And then is it um. Directly the next scene that he goes to her crib. I mean, there's some con. There's some context where he gets a phone oh, call. Yeah, one, he's painting, and then it gets a phone call. One other call. thing that I think we learned right after the bit where they said his name on the news was we learn that his girlfriend. What was her name again? Brianna. Brianna's father. We see the scene where he fucking killed himself. Oh yeah. Which I think this man does not get parent of the year. He definitely gets worst parent of the year. Fucked. He's he's sitting in the windowsill. <laughs> j- is about not only to does jump. she have to, not only does she have to see him jump, but he also rubs it in, kind of. He's like, "Did you know that your dad can fly?" So it kind of made her focus on what he was doing, and then like kills himself. To, yeah, like she's in. She, Whoa, my dad right. can fly. Let's watch this. Right, and then he splats on the ground. Yep. That flashback was kind of insane. That Yeah, that shit was kind of just like, that was one of the scariest parts to me. And it wasn't like a physically, like you see it and you jump. It was a different scare, kind of scare. It's like it's a psychological scare. Yeah, yeah, it's like, kind of, like, that's what I like about this movie. It has all aspects of horror. It has body horror with his hand. Mm-hmm. Like, because you see, you hear that it That made me cringe a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. picking at The it, body horror. You got the, the gore. I wish there was more gore, but you got the gore. You got the psychological horror. You got all aspects of horror. You didn't get this. a lot of uh, – we just watched Fear Street and talked about that one recently. They have more, uh, like, gruesome kills that you saw oh, in yeah. this. And, um, they kind of cut. Yeah, it was they more cut in what, a good way. I'm not saying that they don't cut in a good way, but that's not a Candyman thing. That's uh, Candyman's a gory, like, take a hook to your sternum and rip up. Yeah, type of thing. We saw some kills like that. Yeah, there were some. Maybe one or two more. I would have been okay. Mm-hmm. There was some happy. really cool like camera work that I enjoyed. We haven't got to the part yet, but the one kill in the bathroom when uh they got the girls got down on the ground, see the mirror. From oh the yeah, that ground, was awesome. And all the blood, like a little bit of blood drips. I'm not saying that that wasn't a bad scene. It just was a misplaced scene. I don't. I think that was a trailer scene. Like they kind of did that scene for the trailers and like. Because the scene is the, that's the only scene in the movie that didn't need to be in the it movie. Did, I, I am like kind of impartial on it. I don't know if uh, it technically further, furthered the plot because I feel like they needed one more murder to occur to tie it to Anthony. Because it's yeah. some, I, I believe the cops eventually tie it to Anthony and his artwork. Because she was there. Yeah, and uh, she was at the exhibit and the paper was um his paper yeah she had the paper that he handed out at the exhibit and also they the name was written in blood on the mirror so there was a lot to kind of tie it to what the the authorities would believe would be anthony and then also something that i thought was important i guess with that scene being in the movie still was that she was one of the only people that really stopped and admired his artwork and like kept that paper and then went and tried it at home where a lot of people didn't really look at his art at all. And like the critique shit on his art, but this girl who's not an art critique, who's just a high school student found something that drew her to this art a little bit. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. It sucks that the one person. I mean, they died for it, but that wasn't cool, but 
So after these uh, deaths, how does this art critic feel about his work now? He eventually thinks that he brought back Candyman. No, Man. what does the art critic think about his work? Oh, not the critic. It, not the Anthony. critic, yeah. Uh, she kind of got into the idea, I think, just because of the, the storyline that the went press. with it. I feel like the press, the storyline, the hype, it turned and into hype. He was kind of savage. He's like, uh, if, if you like the work out. so much, if you uh, want to be a part of it, say, say it. it. Say his name. She's like, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, perfect time as any. Dude, he was a he's a good actor. He did do well. Yeah, he did, he did great. He 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 shined in this because you could tell that like this is a little bit because he's in a show called Lovecraft Country. It just got canceled, but it's called Lovecraft Country, and apparently he does really well in the show. And a lot of people are saying that he kind of this is kind of like but ben, not beneath him, but like acting wise is like he's he's done. He's done bigger like, roles. So bigger, not bigger. I wouldn't say bigger roles, but oh, how do you say Diffi- more difficult roles? Uh. And he does very well. Brianna does well too. She does well to the point where th- they look like a legit couple. Yeah, like, like, like they do. Gr- like it's great. Like you can they, swear they, they knew do a each great other. Job. But that aside, they like his work now, and I think it's a little sus that like. Basically, what I'm kind of skipping. I should have said this earlier, but it looks like that they're trying to capitalize on uh, the on, on black culture, like kind of like the struggle the of art black culture. Were. Yeah, they were trying to capitalize it. So, uh, like in other words, appropriate black culture for profit, mm-hmm. and which turns in turns Anthony because Anthony was kind of fulfilling that need. He he was really worried about that need before he got into this, so he turned into kind of a culture appropriator, to where he went to another neighborhood he didn't think he was from, and wanted to like put that struggle into profit as well because he has to make money too, mm-hmm. and that's the cycle. I, I think that yeah, that's a little cycle which Williams like William keeps using all this stuff as metaphors for laundry because that's what he does all fucking day. But he kept talking about uh, the cycles and every, the more things change, the more they stay the same type shit. Which is really like the, the phrase that's going to echo through time. History repeats. It, it really does. Not in, like you can't you can't avoid it. Even no matter, if you research when you try it, really hard to avoid it, it just comes back. It's kind of like a horror movie in itself, <laughs> like a real life horror. But life is just a horror movie. I like when they. Uh, play on the reflections i thought it was a really neat they uh, did it they i liked i liked the part where the art critic when he goes to the bathroom because he goes he she invites him to his house that's where we were Mm -hmm. and when he looks in you don't see anthony you see Candyman. yeah so that was is he Candyman at this point did he leave that house before she died or did he kill her that the reflection kind of plays the whole idea of the reflection kind of plays on that also. That, I didn't even think about that's it that how way, I thought honestly, about it the first time how... I saw it. I was just like, because I've seen the first one, how uh, it could you could interpret it as Helen going crazy because or I don't want to spoil it for you, but she goes crazy and goes on this crazy mass murdering spree and blames it on Candyman, and or is there a Candyman? And I like that they played on that because he could have hallucinated that reflection and he could have left and he could have murdered her and then bounced. It was a little sketch when he that went is, to that dinner. Yeah, that he was just a, like, that's a really cool like way to interpret yeah. it. I think that I definitely could see it being that way. Yeah, that totally. Seems like a really cool way to 
Then he fucking started picking at his nasty ass arm again <laughs> at the dinner table, bro. The one lady was like, "Ugh." Yeah, I don't remember her exact like uh, expression. Yeah, but, but she it was wasn't like, pleasant. she was like, "That's not cool, bro. You should go to a fucking doctor." Or yeah, something. the fucking dinner table. And the the like I said during the first try, we tried this cast when he said he's having a dream and she she wakes up and he's just standing near the mirror like a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Honey, uh, Anthony, what's up?" I had a bad dream. She's like, me too. What was yours about? And he like came out of like a trance state. It seemed like he was like, I'll be out in a second. And like, and when he closed closed it, the his reflection didn't move. But he, I didn't notice that the second time you didn't look for it again. I wasn't thinking about looking for it. And then we'll watch it a third. Okay, we go watch this shit a third time. One cool thing though, in like retrospect, thinking about that scene, I also had something to say about the scene prior. But first, I kind of want to say this is uh, at that point where he shuts the door on her without explanation. From that point on in the film, he's kind of shut her out. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that he was a cool... shutting her out. Yeah, but, like, it's cool that, like, after he physically does it, from that point on, their relationship goes downhill. Oh, yeah, definitely. But uh, the scene before, one thing that I was thinking of... What was it, actually? I kind of spaced what I was thinking of. It'll come back to me in a second, though. So we can move on till then. All right. Uh... The way she died was really cool, though. The, uh, the, um, the critic. Oh yeah, she died in a great way. I like that visible thing. I like it was kind of gory, but it was gory from afar. Yeah, and like like you were someone. Yeah, neighbor. like you were a neighbor watching in on that. And it's surprising that in a Chicago skylight that nobody saw it. That is like, also a like that relates back to the point you made. How like it could have been Candyman. It also could have been him. Like, maybe it's not nobody there that we see doing it, but they choose creatively to not show us the person doing it so that it is left to the imagination. Yeah. One thing, after all that, it starts getting a little wild for him. So he goes back to William Burke, and he's like, yo. What the And then that's what he's like, who is Candyman? And William Burke's like, Candyman ain't a he. It's a collective. It's a he's the whole damn hive. Uh I didn't think about this as much as I did this time. This is I'm gonna think about how many times I've watched this. Four. I wanna say four. This is my fourth time seeing I'm psychic. It. But <laughs> uh, you know what? I interpreted that in a way where Candyman isn't a he. Candy man is a problem at large. He's the whole damn problem. Of social injustice and like he's the like he's a creation of the problem, like that's how I interpreted Hive. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a he; he's a bigger part of a bigger picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I and and that, and that 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 kind of helps you think about the movie, like think about what's going on a little bit better. Like it just says Hive because Candyman and the bees is from the first one, so. You just think that, but Hive can be interpreted in a different way, and that's how I interpreted it at that time. And it kind of helped thinking about what was going on. Yeah, make a little more sense of the plot. Yeah, it totally did. I really like that. Also, in the first one, there's not much origin on Candyman. Which is kind of a cool, creative choice to make for a movie, because it leaves like the options seemingly endless for yeah. a sequel. Yeah, you can then take what you've created. There are and spin sequels. It anyway. They did do sequels. They did two. 
which is really Wait, this isn't the first. No, this is not the first sequel that they that 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 has been done. Tony Todd's and the other two, like the original Candyman. Wait, so there's three Candyman man movies total. Four, four, so three, and then this. See, this is what I would call a requel, and what a requel. It's kind of a new trendy thing where they create a sequel to an old movie, and instead of calling it Candyman Two, they just call it Candyman, or they did it with Halloween. In 1978, they made Halloween, but after that, they made a bunch of them. But in 2018, they made another one. We're like, we're going to forget all those other sequels and just make Halloween, which is a spiritual sequel to the OG one. So it fucks with the timeline. That's what this did. This fucked with the timeline? There is no Candyman 2. There is no Candyman 3. Thank God, because those movies are fucking trash. What? They're really bad. Spoiler alerts for everyone, including me, but like what was done in two and three that becomes null and void because of this one nothing really so it doesn't throw them in the trash Uh, no no they're just bad movies but was there there was no No, it just it just takes them out of the timeline it's like they never happened like this is a sequel to the first one those events wouldn't be canon in the universe of the new one yeah like what events occurred that i don't remember i haven't seen those movies in a while i don't think i've ever even seen the third one the Thank second God. was so bad you didn't bother. It wasn't too, too terrible. It's worse than this one. What would you give that one out of five? Two. <laughs> Candyman 2 gets a two. Yeah. But they're called requels, and they keep, they're they making a lot of them, which I, li- I like that they're doing because both of them are good. Candyman was enjoyable. Halloween was awesome. So I like Is them. Is the new Halloween a sequel to that Halloween? Yes. To the requel Halloween. Yeah. Yes. And there's going to be a trilogy. A requel sequel. Yep. There's going to be a trilogy, actually. Halloween. That's kind of a spoiler. Halloween. You know he don't die. Halloween kills, and then Halloween. What's the other Halloween called? I don't The third one's coming Halloween out next year. Halloween Buffalo Bills. It's coming out next year. But I think Candy, like, is Candy, like, he also, William Burke also says Candyman is the way we deal with things that happened and that are still happening. So is Candyman even fucking real? Like they're 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 act like they're playing on is Candyman real and Candyman isn't real. Like they're playing on it big time in this film, which is cool because they did in the first one. And you don't know if Helen's going crazy, or if she's actually Candyman, or if there is a Candyman killing all these people around her. But now it's kind of the he, same he, as he Anthony says going crazy. things like even William Burke says things that could be interpreted as Candyman is just a story of us coping with social injustice. And us taking out revenge for that injustice, which mm-hmm. he does. He's like a Candyman's like a fucking superhero, if you will, because like he like a vigilante, yeah, kinda. vigilante in a way, like a super, like an Avenger, where yeah. he's just like avenging all these social injustices by reincarnating of these dead people and fucking going on mass murder, like cop killing spree. Which, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with that, but. I love her brother and her boyfriend and his boyfriend. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I like them as characters. They They're were really cool. like a little well dicky. Done. And uh, one uh, detail that I thought was kind of cool. There's a line where um, his what was the brother's name? Troy. Troy. He was like he said something along the lines to his boyfriend. He's like, "Black people ain't summoning shit." And there was only one scene in the movie where they did like it, it was a predominantly white thing to summon. oh my god candy. every time that's what they even said i really liked okay the only reason why i'm i'll i'll deal with the scene where the girls fucking do it 
uh, the brother is in the room because uh, he fee five fo fummed and they're not doing so well because he do, he had a little rage because he's going fucking wacko tobacco. He broke the mirrors. So that he, she's talking with it. his brother and he's like, you can stay here as long as you want, as long as you don't summon Candyman. And she goes, who would do that? And then the camera, liter- the scene literally changes to crazy white bitches that end up doing that. Who would do that? <laughs> these crazy fucking white bitches. <laughs> these, these fucking basic ass white bitches that are dumb as fuck and end up getting killed. Like, I just think that's funny. And uh, that, uh, it now that you paint it in the picture of the um, appropriate, of like, uh, of him like avenging the wrongdoings. In that same scene, there was a black girl in the bathroom stall that came in too, and they kind of like bullied her after they said the Candyman thing. They all like they were making fun of her for being drunk at a party, I believe. Yeah. When they first went in the bathroom, they watched a video of her making fun of her. She comes in, goes into the stall. They are stall. They all start like bullying her. And then she, with their headphones on, watches Candyman kill them. Right? And did Candyman kill him, or did she? Like, you painted True. it like a maybe, could, maybe after all that bullying, I don't, th- she I don't think snapped. she killed her. Killed them. Who but killed? You them? have a good point. The window opened. Did someone come through? Like, if Candyman Candyman's doesn't real. exist, yeah. If he didn't, yeah, if who he did, kill if he didn't Anthony exist, who there. would? There's, there's probably cameras in that school. Not in the bathrooms. Oh yeah, true. But they would have to have some kind of surveillance of Anthony entering. Yeah, he did do it. Yeah, so. that could be why they came after him. After maybe I don't. Who know. Who knows? Maybe. But uh, in that same scene too, there was um, there was a little Asian girl that after the third Candyman, yeah, she dipped. She's like, oh, I'm out of here. She's smart. Yeah. She was smart. It really. She only- survived. She did. Just being smart. You just hey, if any kind of situation happens, remember the rules of a horror movie. Watch Scream. They'll give you the yeah, rules. They lay that shit on the line and they break every rule. <laughs> right. <laughs> they all die. Nah, for real. Still watch stream, uh, Scream no matter what. That shit's phenomenal. And speaking of which, 25th anniversary one I want to oh, go. Oh yeah, to. I didn't I didn't tell this to the other people. I didn't tell this to anybody cuz we just talked about it. So Frederick Regal is doing a sc- screening of Scream for the what anniversary? 25th or 35th? Something. Fifth. It's not 35th. Then yeah, 25th. 25th anniversary of Scream, and I think that's why it's coming out on 4K. It drops on 4K October 19th. I want to see that. We can even re-talk about it if yeah. you want to. Oh, I'd man, be I fucking love I want to watch the third one and review it. Yeah, we only have done the first two so far. Yep. I thought maybe we did do the third. No, nope, you've never seen the third one. And there's five? There's four. Fifth four. one's coming out in January. So, yeah, we definitely have to finish it by then. Spooktober yeah. started early for us, so I'm down So, to we got plenty them. of time. yeah. Where were we in this film, though? The girls get murdered in the bathroom. Yeah. That's where one of the scenes where I really liked the angles, where um, one of the girls Oh, it was shot amazingly. One of the girls gets massacred and drops her a makeup thing that has the mirror, and the mirror points to um, the kills, basically. So the girl in the bathroom stall, through that mirror, watches the killing of those girls. I was about to say her friends. I guess the term would be peers, because they clearly weren't very friendly to her. No, but they were fucking assholes. Then uh, the scene, though, that I was talking about where the girls are on the ground looking through the mirror from under a stall, and they see a little bit of blood drip, and then a decent amount of blood drip, then it fucking pours. Oh, that, yeah, that shit was wild. That was a really cool scene. It was cool because it let me imagine what the fuck he did to her. Yeah, like... That shit was actually pretty cool. I really liked that scene. What what is it? Was that realistic at all? Probably not. I feel like way too much blood. Which like, is good, which is fine. That's but 
Yeah, yeah, I just it looked fucking brutal. I liked it. It did it look pretty cool. But I I kind of put away my notes, but uh the next scene his mom calls, he arrives at his mom's house. His mom's like Don't say that. Yeah. She's look her name's Vanessa Williams, the actress. She looks phenomenal. She's in the first one. I think she looks better in this one than she did the first one. She was pretty cute. She was showing a little cleavage too. Was she? I didn't. I didn't notice yeah. that. <laughs> Some <laughs> left side boobs showing. You're fucking stupid. Mm-mm. But she looked great, and then she explained it to Anthony why he's so attached to this. It, uh, previously, I think a scene we skipped over. He was at the hospital and finds out that he was, he born, was born there. In yeah, the yeah, area yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, from, the, from south the south side. South side worldwide. Shout out Kanye. Yeah. So, uh, and then he goes to his mom because he's like. What the fuck? This bitch lied to me. You gotta yeah. tell me what happened, woman. And she lays now it he's, down he's for him. suspicious. He's sus. He's like, why? Why? why and then she's like, and, he, and then she confirms his suspicion and was like, yeah, you the baby. You that baby everyone talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, William is. No one else is. Or oh, no, the brother did too. The brother. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's talking about this. But you the baby. And gets really different now. I also just noticed another scene we looked over was the elevator scene when he gets the records Great on scene. Helen. Shot. That one was so Dude, well done. Fucking kills. I think that's the it. first scene where he sees himself as Candyman. Also, I think Nia DaCosta as a director director is like almost perfect. Like she shot the scene, the these scenes fucking beautifully. I agree. It, it was, was done so very great. very well. So well. The writing could have been a little better. But I guess they just min maxed in the. Uh, the directorial part, yeah, yeah, they did, they did all they could, but not saying I didn't like the movie. I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed it, but yeah, so that happens. Uh, he goes to his mom's. She confirms. He gets all pissed. Then his mind just goes downhill from here. Actually, he disappears after this scene. You don't even fucking see him again, right? Cause who the fuck? Yeah, I think it someone abducted to her this motherfucker to, to look for this motherfucker. Yeah, because he's gone. He's what out. Was her name he's again? A, he he just uh, what what do you say? What did you say in that one podcast episode? You said he uh, dipped out the cut or whatever. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't remember which one that was. I don't remember either. Yeah, funny. he definitely dipped. He's like, I'm out. And then she went. Nah, to he got abducted. Him. You think he got abducted? William took him. You don't think he went to William? He might have, but William took him. Either way, he definitely abducted her. Which is weird. Why did William do that? If he, the only reason why I think William would do that, he like the quote was funny when uh when he abducted Brianna, he says, "Yeah, I'm on some other shit now. <laughs> this is getting a little out of hand now." He even admits, "I'm on some other shit." He knows he's being <laughs> crazy. But is he having conversations with Candyman? I feel like this guy's talking to Candyman at this point. Is Candyman how they describe themselves going insane? That's dude. There's so many interpretations of Candyman. <laughs> is that another pun where uh, Candyman isn't one Candyman? There's a, a lot of others, but also a lot of interpret interpretations of Candyman. Like there's like Candyman isn't just this entity that's killing people, but it's also this and this and this. Yeah, and you this. can. You can almost there's a collective of different ways you could look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like actually, dude. We're solving this movie also, right now. Uh, during a, a couple of the scenes towards the end, after the kidnapping, uh, when he's in, at the church staring, and they they cut to Anthony. 
you hear like voices kind of in his head. Yeah. Candy men being a collective could be a way that you describe insanity because you hear like a plethora of voices telling you what it's to do. A Those voices chilly. could Th- be the this candy. This fire man. is actually keeping me toast. Yeah, it's my, the rest of my body's fine except my legs because I'm in shorts. But the fire is keeping my legs feeling yeah, good. Yeah, it's nice. This Thank is the you. meta. This is the new meta for uh for our horror podcast. We're not uh, gonna do it every movies. time. This is a lot of work. That's a lot of wood to burn. This is, we got lights next here. summer this during summer work. ones. We got to do them in a lake or something. Something summer. Oh yeah, like 1978. Do you want to build snowmen behind us for the winter ones? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like the cold. Damn. You like this the cold? Guy. I'm indifferent on it. I, actually, really I like care. the cold more than the heat because you can put on layers, whereas it can only get too hot you and can't I can't walk take around my naked. skin off. Even if I could walk around naked, if I'm hot and naked, then what? Like, I can't start peeling my skin off like a potato peeler. But now that William took him, it seems like he was chosen to be Candyman because he was the baby. I guess so. William chose him. <laughs> no, Candyman chose him. Candyman chose William, too. I guess William's the like, only person that saw Candyman. We didn't. I don't think we went over that scene either. What the uh, the scene where William sees Candyman without yeah, summoning him? No, I I did I did say that he had firsthand experience with Candyman. No, we talked about when he saw him come out of the hole in the early beginning, but I don't think we went in depth Candyman, about the then. scene where his siblings oh got said, gutted. Yeah, his siblings yeah. said uh, Candyman five times and got fucking slaughtered. Yeah, that's what they get. They should have let him come in and do it too. He could have died, and then he would have died too. Fine, and this whole movie would have been different. Yeah, <laughs> that would have sucked. I just don't get. I guess uh, he was destined to be Candyman because he was the baby, and he and Candyman in the first one takes the baby and basically chooses him. But then Helen takes him from Candyman, and you know now Candyman takes him back. But someone brought him back, and did Anthony summon him back, or did someone, or did William bring him back? I don't know. Exactly. I think um, technically the first instance we see of this new era of Candyman being back was when, uh, because of Anthony's artwork, the art critic and that girl summoned him. So maybe Candy La- or Candyman was you brought said back. That, by- you said that during the Free- Fear Street podcast. You called it Candyland. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But anyway. That's a game, right? It's a board game. That's a good board game, too. Shout out Candy. I've been playing in like 20 years. I don't know the last time I played. I ain't counting. It's a board game. I like board games. I like games having play little family bored. nights. Emma pretends to want to play, and then Does 30 it? minutes later, she gives up. I played Yahtzee with Grandma and JC the other day. Really? Dude, That's I awesome. shit on them. My first roll, I got a Yahtzee. <laughs> really? Thanks for coming dude, out. Dude. Yeah, dude, God I'm a damn. monster at Yahtzee. God I play damn. Yu-Gi-Oh, so I be rolling dice all the time. Right, right. I you got know that how to shit. do it. You're yeah, a fucking locked cheater. locked and loaded. You, you, that's why you always go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this pumpkin ale is something else. Spooktober, baby. Whoop, whoop. But basically, William Burke abducted these motherfuckers. And I like how he uses laundry as a metaphor for everything. Washing the stain out. Cycles. I feel like that's something that a lot of people do. Not use laundry as a metaphor. But, like but filmmakers? Or things that, I mean, in real life. Like, oh, I know, right, right. I, at first when he said, they said it. I was, like, maybe thinking said that my he, name. Like, he can, thought kind of that they said Candyman. Candy I thought that his, uh, he thought that the two said Candyman, that's how they died. 
But what he was more the at the second time he smiles, he's like, They said it. Yep. I I realized that he they was said like my name. they said Anthony on the news and then they said the name of his artwork. They said my name. It was a kind of a good thing because like the say my name thing was just kind of yeah, it was, kind of a good. It was th- pretty interesting, pun, punny. And then is it um directly the next scene that he goes to her crib? I mean, there's some con, there's some context where he gets a phone oh, call. Yeah, one, he's painting, and then it gets a phone one other call. thing that I think we learned right after the bit where they said his name on the news was we learn that his girlfriend. What was her name again? Brianna. Brianna's father. We see the scene where he fucking killed himself. Oh yeah. Which I think this man does not get parent of the year. He definitely gets worst parent of the that was year. Fucked. He's he's sitting in the windowsill. <coughs> j- not only does jump. she have to, not only does she have to see him jump, but he also rubs it in, kind of. He's like, "Did you know that your dad can fly?" So it kind of made her focus on what he was doing, and then like kills himself. To, yeah, like she's in. She, Whoa, my dad right. can fly. Let's watch this. Right, and then he splats on the ground. Yep. That flashback was kind of insane. That Yeah, that shit was kind of just like, that was one of the scariest parts to me. And it wasn't like a physically, like you see it and you jump. It was a different scare, kind of scare. It's like it's a psychological scare. Yeah, it's like, kind of, like, that's what I like about this movie. It has all aspects of horror. It has body horror with his hand. Mm-hmm. Like, because you see, you hear that it That made me cringe a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. picking at The it, body horror. You got the, the gore. I wish there was more gore, but you got the gore. You got the psychological horror. You got all aspects of horror. You didn't get this. a lot of, uh, we just watched Fear Street and talked about that one recently. They have more, uh, like, gruesome kills that you saw oh, in yeah. this. And, um, they kind of cut. Yeah, there, it was they cut in what, a good way. I'm not saying that they don't cut in a good way, but that's not a Candyman thing. That's a, uh, Candyman's a gory, like, take a hook to your sternum and rip up. Yeah, type of thing. We saw some kills like that. Yeah, there were some. Maybe one or two more. I would have been okay. Mm-hmm. There was some happy. really cool like camera work that I enjoyed. We haven't got to the part yet, but the one kill in the bathroom when uh they got the girls got down on the ground, see the mirror. From oh the yeah, that ground, was awesome. And all the blood, like a little bit of blood drips. I'm not saying that that wasn't a bad scene. It just was a misplaced scene. I don't. I think that was a trailer scene. Like they kind of did that scene for the trailers and like. Because the scene is the, that's the only scene in the movie that didn't need to be in the it movie. Did, I, I am like kind of impartial on it. I don't know if uh, it technically further, furthered the plot because I feel like they needed one more murder to occur to tie it to Anthony. Because it's yeah. some, I, I believe the cops eventually tie it to Anthony and his artwork. Because she was there. Yeah, and uh, she was at the exhibit and the paper was um his paper yeah she had the paper that he handed out at the exhibit and also they the name was written in blood on the mirror so there was a lot to kind of tie it to what the the authorities would believe would be anthony and then also something that i thought was important i guess with that scene being in the movie still was that she was one of the only people that really stopped and admired his artwork and like kept that paper and then went and tried it at home where a lot of people didn't really look at his artwork at all. and like the critique shit on his art. But this girl who's not an art critique, who's just a high school student found something that drew her to this art a little bit. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. cool. It sucks that the one, I person mean, they that, died like, for it, but it, yeah. that wasn't cool. But so after these uh, deaths, how does this art critic feel about his work now? He eventually thinks that he brought back candy. No, man. what does the art critic think about his work? Oh, not the critic, not the Anthony. critic. Yeah. Uh, 
she kind of got into the idea, I think, just because of the, the storyline that the went press. with it. I feel like the press, the storyline, the hype, it turned and into hype. He was kind of savage. He's like, uh, if, if you like the out. work so much, if you uh, want to be a part of it, say, say it. it. Say his name. She's like, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, perfect time as any. Dude, he was a he's a good actor. He did do well. Yeah, he did, he did great. He 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 shined in this because you could tell that like this is a little bit because he's in a show called Lovecraft Country. It just got canceled, but it's called Lovecraft Country, and apparently he does really well in the show. And a lot of people are saying that he kind of this is kind of like but not beneath him, but like acting wise is like he's he's done. He's done bigger like, roles. So bigger, not bigger. I wouldn't say bigger roles, but oh, how do you say Diffi- more difficult roles? Uh. And he does very well. Brianna does well too. She does well to the point where th- they look like a legit couple. Yeah, like, like, like they do. Gr- like it's great. Like you can they, swear they, they knew do a each great other. job. But that aside, they like his work now, and I think it's a little sus that like basically what I'm kind of skipping. I should have said this earlier, but it looks like that they're trying to capitalize on uh, the. On, on black culture like kind of like the struggle the of black culture or? yeah they were trying to capitalize it so uh, like in other words appropriate black culture for profit mm-hmm. and which turns in turns anthony because anthony was kind of fulfilling that need he, he was really worried about that need before he got into this so he turned into kind of a culture appropriator to where he went to another neighborhood he didn't think he was from and wanted to like put that struggle into profit as well because he has to make money too mm-hmm. and that's the cycle I, I think that yeah that's a little cycle which william's like william keeps using all this stuff as metaphors for laundry because that's what he does all fucking day but he kept talking about uh the cycles and ever the more things change the more they stay the same type shit which is really like the the phrase that's going to echo through time history repeats it, always. it really does not in, like you can't you can't avoid it even if you research when you try it, really hard to avoid it it just comes back it's kind of like a horror movie in itself <laughs> like a real life horror but life is just a horror movie i like when they uh play on the reflections I thought it was a really neat. They uh, did concept it. They. Too. I liked. I liked the part where the art critic, when he goes to the bathroom, because he goes, he she invites him to his house. That's where we were. Mm-hmm. And when he looks in, you don't see Anthony. You see Candyman. Yeah. So that is, was a, is he Candyman at this point? Did he leave that house before she died, or did he kill her? That the reflection kind of plays the whole idea of the reflection kind of plays on that also. That, I didn't even think about that's it that how way, I thought honestly, about it the first time how... I saw it. I was just like, because I've seen the first one, how uh, it could you could interpret it as Helen going crazy because or I don't want to spoil it for you, but she goes crazy and goes on this crazy mass murdering spree and blames it on Candyman, and or is there a Candyman? And I like that they played on that because he could have hallucinated that reflection and he could have left and he could have murdered her and then bounced. It was a little sketch when he that went is, to that dinner. Yeah, that he was just a, like, that's a really cool like way to interpret yeah. it. I think that I definitely could see it being that way. Yeah, that totally. Seems like a really cool way to. Then he fucking started picking out his nasty ass arm again <laughs> at the dinner table, bro. The one lady was like, "Ugh." Yeah, I don't remember her exact like uh, expression. Yeah, but, but she it was wasn't like, pleasant. she was like, "That's not cool, bro. You should go to a fucking doctor." Or yeah, something. 
the fucking dinner table. And the the like I said during the first try, we tried this cast when he said he's having a dream and she she wakes up and he's just standing near the mirror like a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Honey, uh, Anthony, what's up? I had a bad dream." She's like, "Me too. What was yours about?" And he like came out of like a trance state. It seemed like he was like, "I'll be out in a second. And like, and when he closed closed it, the his reflection didn't move. But he I did. didn't notice that. The second time you didn't yeah, look for I, it again? I wasn't thinking about Damn. looking for it. And then, uh, we'll watch it a third time. Nah, cool we ain't going to watch like, this shit a third time. One cool thing, though, in like retrospect, thinking about that scene. I also had something to say about the scene prior. But That's first, fine. I kind of want to say this. is uh, At that point where he shuts the door on her without explanation, from that point on in the film, he's kind of shut her out. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that he was a cool... shutting her out. Yeah, but, like, it's cool that, like, after he physically does it, from that point on, their relationship goes downhill oh yeah definitely but uh the scene before one thing that i was thinking of what was it actually i kind of spaced what i was thinking of it'll come back to me in a second though so we can move on till then all right uh the way she died was really cool though the uh the um the critic oh yeah she died in a great way i like that visible thing i like it was kind of gory, but it was gory from afar. Yeah, and like like you were someone. Yeah, neighbor. like you were a neighbor watching in on that. And it's surprising that in a Chicago skylight that nobody saw it. That is like, also a like that relates back to the point you made. How like it could have been Candyman. It also could have been him. Like maybe it's not nobody there that we see doing it, but they choose creatively to not show us the person doing it so that it is left to the imagination yeah one thing after all that it starts getting a little wild for him so he goes back to william burke and he's like yo what the and then that's what well he's like who is candy man and william burke's like candy man ain't a he it's a collective it's a he's the whole damn hive uh I didn't think about this as much as i did this time this is i'm gonna think about how many times i've watched this Four. I want to say four. This is my fourth time seeing. I'm psychic, it. but <laughs> uh, you know what? I interpreted that in a way where Candyman isn't a he. Candyman is a problem at large. He's the whole damn problem of social injustice, and like he's the like he's a creation of the problem. Like that's how I interpreted Hive. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a he, he's a bigger part of a bigger picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I and, and that, and that, that, that kind of helps you think about the movie, like, think about what's going on a little bit better. Like, it just says Hive because Candyman and the Bees is from the first one, so you just think that. But Hive can be interpreted in a different way, and that's how I interpreted it that time. And it kind of helped thinking about what was going on. It make a little more sense of the plot. Yeah, it totally did. I really like that. Also, in the first one, there's not much origin on Candyman. Which is kind of a cool, creative choice to make for a movie because it leaves, like, the options seemingly endless for yeah. a sequel. Yeah. You can then take what you've created there are and spin sequels. it anyway. They did do sequels. They did two, which is really... Wait, this isn't the first... No, this is not the first sequel that, they, that, that, that has been done. Tony Todd's and the other two, like the original... Candyman. Wait, so there's three Candyman man movies total. Four. Four, so three and then this. See, this is what I would call a requel. 
and what a requel it's kind of a new trendy thing where they create a sequel to an old movie and instead of calling it Candyman 2 they just call it Candyman or they did it with Halloween in 1978 they made Halloween but after that they made a bunch of them but in 2018 they made another one we're like we're gonna forget all those other sequels and just make Halloween which is a spiritual sequel to the first OG one. So it fucks with the timeline. That's what this did. This fucked with the this timeline? This says no, there is no Candyman 2. There is no Candyman 3. Thank God, because those movies are fucking trash. What? They're was, really bad. Spoiler alerts for everyone, including me, but like, what was done in 2 and 3 that becomes null and void because of this one? Nothing, really. So Nothing it doesn't really. throw them in the trash? No, no, they're just bad movies. But was there? There was no. No, it just it just takes them out of the timeline. It's like they never happened. Like Are this the, is a sequel events, to the first one. Those events wouldn't be canon in the universe yeah. of the new one. Yeah. Like what events occurred that I don't remember. I haven't seen haven't, those movies in a while. I don't think I've ever even seen the third one. The Thank second God. was so bad you didn't bother. It wasn't too too terrible. It's worse than this one. What would you give that one out of five? Two. Candyman <laughs> two gets a two. Yeah. But they're called requels, and they keep they're making a lot of them, which I like. I like that they're doing because both of them are good. Candyman was enjoyable. Halloween was awesome. So I like. Is the new Halloween a sequel to that Halloween? Yes, to the requel Halloween. Yeah. Yes, and there's going to be a trilogy. A requel sequel. Yep. There's going to be a trilogy actually. Halloween. That's kind of a spoiler. Halloween. You know, you don't die. Halloween kills, and then Halloween. What's the other Halloween called? I don't, the third one's coming Halloween, out next Buffalo year. Halloween Buffalo Bills. It's coming out next year. But I think Candy, like, is Candy, like, he also, William Burke also says Candyman is the way we deal with things that happened and that are still happening. So is Candyman even fucking real? Like, they're, they're, they're acting, like, they're playing on is Candyman real and Candyman isn't real. Like, they're playing on it big time in this film, which is cool because they did in the first one and you don't know if Helen's going crazy or if she's actually Candyman, or if there is a Candyman killing all these people around her. But now it's kind of the he, same he, as he Anthony. He says going crazy. things like even William Burke says things that could be interpreted as Candyman is just a story of us coping with social injustice and us taking out revenge for that injustice, which mm-hmm. he does. He's like a Candyman's like a fucking superhero, if you will, because like he like a vigilante, pe- yeah, kinda. vigilante in a way, like a super, like an Avenger. Where he's yeah. just like avenging all these social injustices by reincarnating of these dead people and fucking going on mass murder, like cop killing spree. Which, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with that. But I love her brother and her boyfriend and his boyfriend. They're pretty cool. Yeah, I like them as characters. They They're were really cool. like the little well dicky. Done. And uh, one uh, detail that I thought was kind of cool. There's a line where um, his what was the brother's name? Troy. Troy. He was like, he said something along the lines to his boyfriend. He's like, black people ain't summoning shit. And there was only one scene in the movie where they did. Like, it, it was a predominantly white thing to summon. Oh my God. Candyman. Every time. That's what they even said. I really liked. Okay. The only reason why I'm, I'll, I'll deal with the scene where the girls fucking do it. Uh, the brother is in the. Room because uh, he fee five fo fummed and they're not doing so well because he do, he had a little rage because he's going fucking wacko tobacco. He broke the mirrors so that he, she's talking with it. his brother 
And he's like, you can stay here as long as you want, as long as you don't summon Candyman. And she goes, who would do that? And then the camera, liter- the scene literally changes to crazy white bitches that end up doing that. Who would do that? <laughs> these crazy fucking white bitches. <laughs> these, these fucking basic ass white bitches that are dumb as fuck and end up getting killed. Like, I just think that's funny. And uh, that... Uh it now that you paint it in the picture of the um appropriate of like uh of him like avenging the wrongdoings in that same scene there was a black girl in the bathroom stall that came in too and they kind of like bullied her after they said the Candyman thing. They all like they were making fun of her for being drunk at a party, I believe. Yeah. When they first went in the bathroom, they watched a video of her making fun of her. She comes in, goes into the stall. They are stall. They all start like bullying her. And then she, with their headphones on, watches Candyman kill them. Right? And did Candyman kill him, or did she? Like, you painted True. it like a uh, maybe, could, maybe after all that bullying, I don't, th- she I don't think snapped. she killed her. Killed them. Who but killed? You them? have a good point. The window opened. Did someone come? Through? Like, if Candyman doesn't real. exist, yeah. If he didn't, yeah. If who he did, kill if he didn't Anthony exist, who there. would? There's, there's probably cameras in that school. Not in the bathrooms. Oh yeah, true. But they would have to have some kind of surveillance of Anthony entering. Yeah, he did do it. Yeah, so. that could be why they came after him. After maybe I don't who know. Who knows? Maybe. But uh, in that same scene too, there was um, there was a little Asian girl that after the third Candyman, yeah, she dipped. She's like, oh, I'm out of here. She's smart. Yeah. She was smart. It really. She owned. survived. She did. Just being smart. You just hey, if any kind of situation happens, remember the rules of a horror movie. Watch Scream. They'll give you the yeah, rules. They lay that shit on the line and they break every rule. <laughs> right. <laughs> they all die. Nah, for real. Still watch uh, Scream no matter what. That shit's phenomenal. And speaking of which, 25th anniversary one I want to oh, go Oh, yeah. To. I, didn't, I didn't tell this to the other people. I didn't tell this to anybody because we just talked about it. So Frederick Regal is doing a sc- screening of Scream for the what anniversary? 25th or 35th? Something. Fifth. It's not 35th. Then yeah, 25th. 25th anniversary of Scream, and I think that's why it's coming out on 4K. It drops on 4K October 19th. I want to see that. We can even re-talk about it if yeah. you want to. Oh, I'd man, be down. I fucking love I want to watch the third one and review it. Yeah, we only have done the first two so far. Yep. I thought maybe we did do the third. No, nope. you've never seen the third one. And there's five? There's four. Fifth four. one's coming out in January. So, yeah, we definitely have to finish them by then. Spooktober yeah. started early for us, so I'm down So to we got plenty them. of time. yeah. Where were we in this film, though? The girls get murdered in the bathroom. Yeah. That's where one of the scenes where I really liked the angles, where um, one of the girls Oh, it was shot amazingly. One of the girls gets massacred and drops her a makeup thing that has the mirror, and the mirror points to um, the kills, basically. So the girl in the bathroom stall, through that mirror, watches the killing of those girls. I was about to say her friends. I guess the term would be peers, because they clearly weren't very friendly to her. No, but they were fucking assholes. Then uh, the scene, though, that I was talking about where the girls are on the ground looking through the mirror from under a stall, and they see a little bit of blood drip, and then a decent amount of blood drip, then it fucking pours. Oh, that, yeah, that shit was wild. That was a really cool scene. It was cool because it let me imagine what the fuck he did to her. Yeah, like... That shit was actually pretty cool. I really liked that scene. What what is it? Was that realistic at all? Probably not. I feel like way too much blood. Which is like, good, which is fine. That's but, fine. Yeah, yeah, I just it looked fucking brutal. I liked it. It did it look pretty cool. But I I kind of put away my notes, but uh the next scene his mom calls, he arrives at his mom's house. His mom's like Don't say that. 
Yeah. She's look. Her name's Vanessa Williams, the actress. She looks phenomenal. She's in the first one. I think she looks better in this one than she did the first one. She was pretty cute. She was showing a little cleavage too. Was she? I didn't. I didn't yeah. notice that. <laughs> Some <laughs> left side boobs showing. You're fucking stupid. Mm-mm. But she looked great, and then she explained it to Anthony why he's so attached to this. It, uh, previously, I think a scene we skipped over. He was at the hospital and finds out that he was, he born, was born there. In yeah, the yeah, area yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, he wasn't he was like, from, the from the south side. South side, worldwide. Shout out Kanye. Yeah. So, uh, and then he goes to his mom because he's like. What the fuck? This bitch lied to me. You gotta sure. tell me what happened, woman. And she laid now it he's down he's for suspicious. Him. He's sus. He's like, why? 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 And then would she's you lie like, to and, he, and then she confirms his suspicion and was like, yeah, you the baby. You that baby everyone talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, William is. No one else is. Oh, or no, the brother did too. The brother. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's talking about this. But you the baby. And gets really different now. I also just noticed another scene we looked over was the elevator scene when he gets the records Great on scene. Helen. Shot. That one was so dude, well done. Fucking kills. I think that's the it. first scene where he sees himself as Candyman. Also, I think Nia DaCosta as a director director is like almost perfect. Like she shot the scene, the these scenes fucking beautifully. I agree. It, it was, was done so very great. very well. So well. The writing could have been a little better, but so, I guess they just min maxed in the. Uh, the directorial part, yeah, yeah, they did, they did all they could, but not saying I didn't like the movie. I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed it, but yeah, so that happens. Uh, he goes to his mom's. She confirms. He gets all pissed. Then his mind just goes downhill from here. Actually, he disappears after this scene. You don't even fucking see him again, right? Because who the fuck? Yeah, I think it someone abducted to her this mom trying to, to look for this mom. Yeah, because he's gone. He's what out. Was her name he's again? A, he he just uh, what what do you say? What did you say in that one podcast episode? You said he uh, dipped out the cut or whatever. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't remember which one that was. I don't remember either. Yeah, funny. he definitely dipped. He's like, I'm out. And then she went. Nah, to he got abducted. Him. You think he got abducted? William took him. You don't think he went to William? He might have, but William took him. Either way, he definitely abducted her. Which is weird. Why did William do that? If he, the only reason why I think William would do that, he like the quote was funny when uh when he abducted Brianna, he says, "Yeah, I'm on some other shit now. This is getting <laughs> a little out of hand now." He even admits, "I'm on some other shit." He knows he's being <laughs> crazy. But is he having conversations with Candyman? I feel like this guy's talking to Candyman at this point. Is Candyman how they describe themselves going insane? That's dude. There's so many interpretations of Candyman. <laughs> is that another pun where uh, Candyman isn't one Candyman? There's a, a lot of others, but also a lot of interpre- interpretations of Candyman. Like there's like Candyman isn't just this entity that's killing people, but it's also this and this and this. Yeah, and you this. can. You can almost there's a collective of different ways you could look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like actually, dude. We're solving this movie also, right now. Uh, during a, a couple of the scenes towards the end, after the kidnapping, uh, when he's in, at the church staring, and they they cut to Anthony, you hear like voices kind of in his head. Yeah, Candy Men being a collective could be a way that you describe insanity because you hear like 
a plethora of voices telling you what it's to do. Those voices chilly. could Th- be the candy This fire man. is actually keeping me toast. Yeah, it's my, the rest of my body's fine except my legs because I'm in shorts. But the fire is keeping my legs feeling yeah, good. Yeah, that's nice. This Thank is the you. meta. This is the new meta for uh for our horror podcast. We're not uh, gonna do it every movies. time. This is a lot of work. That's a lot of wood to burn. This is, we got lights. Next here. summer this during summer work. ones, we got to do them at a lake or something. Something summery. Ooh, yeah, like 1978. Do you want to build snowmen behind us for the winter ones? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like the cold. Damn. You like this the cold? Guy. I'm indifferent on it. I, actually, I like care. the cold more than the heat because you can put on layers, whereas it can only get too hot you and can't I can't walk take around my naked. skin off. Even if I could walk around naked, if I'm hot and naked, then what? I can't start peeling my skin off like a potato peeler. But now that William took him, it seems like he was chosen to be Candyman. Because he was the baby. I guess so. William chose him. <laughs> no, Candyman chose him. Candyman chose William, too. I guess. William's the like, only person that saw Candyman. We didn't, I don't think we went over that scene either. What? Uh, the scene where William sees Candyman without yeah, summoning him. No, I, I did... I did say that he had first-hand experience with Candyman. No, we talked about when he saw him come out of the hole in the early beginning, but I don't think we went in depth Candyman about the then. scene where his siblings Oh, got said, gutted? Yeah, his yeah. siblings said uh, Candyman five times and got fucking slaughtered. Yeah, that's what they get. They should have let him come in and do it, too. He could have died, and then he would have died too. fine. And this whole movie would have been different. Yeah, <laughs> that would have sucked. I just don't get. I guess uh, he was destined to be Candyman because he was the baby, and he and Candyman in the first one takes the baby and basically chooses him. But then Helen takes him from Candyman, and you know now Candyman takes him back. But someone brought him back, and did Anthony summon him back, or did someone, or did William bring him back? I don't know. Exactly. I think um. Technically, the first instance we see of this new era of Candyman being back was when, uh, because of Anthony's artwork, the art critic and that girl summoned him. So maybe Candy La- or Candyman was you brought said back. That, by- you said that during the Free- Fear Street podcast. You called it Candyland. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But anyway. That's a game, right? It's a board game. That's a good board game, too. Shout out Candy. I've been playing in like 20 years. I don't know the last time I played. I ain't counting. <laughs> it's a board game. I like board games. I like games having play little family bored. nights. Emma pretends to want to play, and then Does 30 it? minutes later, she gives up. I played Yahtzee with Grandma and JC the other day. Really? Dude, that's I awesome. shit on them. My first role, I got a Yahtzee. <laughs> really? Thanks for coming dude, out. Dude. Yeah, dude, God I'm a damn. monster at Yahtzee. God I play damn. Yu-Gi-Oh, so I be rolling dice all the time. Right, right. I you got know that how to shit. do it. You're I'm a fucking locked cheater. and loaded. You, you, that's why you always go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this pumpkin ale is something else. Spooktober, baby. Whoop, whoop. But basically, William Burke abducted these motherfuckers. And I like how he uses laundry as a metaphor for everything. Washing the stain out. Cycles. I feel like that's something that a lot of people do. Not use laundry as a metaphor. But, like but filmmakers? Or things that, I mean, in real life. Like, oh, I know right, right, I, right. 